Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. This is Justin a fucking Lexio. Oh, in a house. Sorry, guys. It's raining and I'm kind of depressed. Justin, why are you depressed? No, the rain, the clouds. Makes you sad? Yeah, dude. I think I get that seasonal affective disorder, also yeah. known as sad. <laughs> is, wait, is, wait, is that what sad? S-A-D. I've never... Did you make that up or is that like a I, thing? I feel like I made it up, but I also feel like it could be a thing. I know seasonal affective disorder is a real thing. Huh. But I've never heard it called it sad. That just all worked out perfectly, guys. That was the best was joke like, I've one, ever written. That was like <laughs> genius. So I was like, I can't... Wait, what? He didn't make that up. It's so smart that you have to question the author. <laughs> Justin didn't make that up, did he? <laughs> well, guys, uh, we're, we're back... Thanks for listening to us. Where are you at? Um, where are our fans at? We haven't heard from you guys in a while. It's been a been a hot minute. A hot minute. It's okay. But uh, we've been getting decent. Uh, yeah, we're getting decent. some good listens. Three point two k a yeah, week. Only when we go topical, baby. Hey, I'll sell my soul. I don't give a shit. On the ones where we're just personal, not the best ratings. <laughs> you like it whenever we talk movies or. Hitchbot or <laughs> Hitchbot. <laughs> obscure reference. Oh God. Well, we give the people what they want. Um guys, this week is uh it's good. I'm already seeing Halloween stuff come up. Um Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean everybody everybody says this every year where they're like, it's like it comes earlier every year. Does it actually come earlier? I don't think so. I think it's just <laughs> A thing that people like to say. Wow, you're really going hard on your friends right now. What do you do for Halloween? I don't do... I The first year I was out here, I did a show, and I told myself I'll never do this again. I will not do shows on Halloween. Because I... I like Halloween too much, and I don't want to ruin the holiday. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the holiday with a thing I'm supposed to also love. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's kind of like... I also don't like doing... Stand up, uh, necessary. Well, necessarily on my birthday because because you love your birthday. I love my birthday, and also too, I hate it whenever hosts are like, "This next comment, give it him because it's his birthday." Can you imagine bombing on your birthday? How that must feel. <laughs> What's that? Can you imagine bombing on your birthday? How that's got to feel? Oh, that's got to be the bad. absolute worst thing. Real bad. Uh, we have some new messages that we're going to look into. Um, <laughs> this is interesting. All right. Well, uh, while you is, read through that. Well, sorry. That, the first one is spam. Okay. <laughs> this was on. Okay. So my uncle Todd Flannery emailed us about episode 240. Let me look real quick on what the title of that episode was. Uh, we haven't checked our email a little bit, I guess. Oh, wow. It was the Earl Skakel episode. He loved it. Um, and this is what my uncle Todd said. He said, best interview ever. P.S. 
Don't use hand lotion in your flashlight. <laughs> yeah, that's so gross that your uncle knows that about. <laughs> oh, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, thank you for writing in, Uncle Todd. Uh, much appreciated that family is supporting this podcast. We'd also like f- other fans <laughs> to be emailing in as well. Sick lad, where you at? Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, we got a couple. This is. We got a couple you know spam. Jeremiah always gets about. tricked so into weird. spam. He looks at it and he gets excited and he reads well, yeah, it. Yeah, because it's like for like five minutes. Hi, I'm so and so. I'm a CEO. It's like, oh, are you? Oh no, you're not. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I gotta, I gotta delete this real quick. It's all good. Uh, no, that Earl episode. I actually got uh, Gil Garibaldo, our buddy. He uh, he loved that episode too. He liked that that interview because it's so crazy. It was pretty insane, right? Yeah. Um, well, cool, cool guys. We're glad we're doing it for you. We have to discuss something that happened this week. Justin had a Hollywood bitch slap, and <laughs> I think that we should talk about it. Well, on the he's just gonna pimp me into my I'm story. I'm gonna pimp you into it because here's the thing, guys. We always have, you know, Hollywood bitch slaps with our interviews, <laughs> but and we, I mean, and we talk about our Hollywood bitch slaps. But I'm just gonna label this one. We usually don't label it within our own episodes, but this is this is this. All right, here's this what, counts. Here's what happened, guys. I'm twelve noon on a Friday. I'm mm-hmm. watching. I'm writing, watching Kill Bill. Okay. I get a text. Is that your writing process? <laughs> <laughs> you just watch <laughs> Kill Bill and Kung Fu movies while you. Yeah, uh, I was kind of distracting the shit out, out of me. Okay. I was. It was really good. Okay. Uh, I get a text. Hey, from. Uh, the Jimmy Kimmel people, they're like, hey, are you available this afternoon? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, we want to use you for the first time ever on a principal on-screen role. Ooh. And uh, they're like, you got to be here in two hours. Like, do you have uh, cargo shorts? And I was like, yes. I looked, did not. So I had to run around to several Goodwills to find. They're hard to find. Yeah. They're not in it anymore. Oh. Yeah. I went to Crossroads and the lady like was so bitchy to me. She's like, We don't carry those. We try to go for a little bit more trendy items. And you're like, girl, I'm trying to find something for a role that <laughs> yeah. I just got booked for. <laughs> so I go, I rush down there. It's cool. They they give me the lines. We rehearse it. And I know from being around at Jimmy Kimmel that uh if it can make it through rehearsal, it's in. So we go through rehearsal. It doesn't get cut. And uh, they're like, all right, this is around 3 o'clock. And they're like, all right, we shoot at 5. So just go over your lines again and hang out till 5. So I'm sitting there. And I've never been there that, this late because I've done standing work a couple times there. They usually cut you like at noon, 1. And uh, you just hear the warm-up guy. He's getting the crowd into it. He's doing stand-up. The crowd's screaming. feels like a concert. Yeah. So they go, uh, and then, so then this is right, right around five. Jimmy walks by me. I've never seen, I've only seen him in regular clothes. He's like in his full late night suit, and he's like, let's break a leg tonight. And I was like, all right. And then uh, he walks out there, and uh, about a little bit right before that, maybe like 20 minutes before the show starts, I get a call from the cast director upstairs. She's like, yeah, they decided to cut your part. <laughs> and then I was, I was like, all right. Uh, instantly I start, I feel my face start getting hot. And I was like, all right, I got to get out of here. I was like, usually they cut you, you can go. But then uh, the producer's like, we, we might throw you in something. Hang around. So I had to wait around 
for a while, like try to process all these, this basically grief in the green room in front of everyone. Yeah. And uh, I, I was, guys, I've been talking about how I've wanted to cry. That would have been the moment, but I was in front of 30 people. I couldn't do it. Uh, and I tried to cry later that night, couldn't come. And then what was funny is right as I, they're like, okay, you can go home about like half hour into the show, 20 minutes. They were like, uh, do you want to meet Mindy? Because of my scene, oh, I forgot to say this. My scene was going to be with Mindy Kaling. Uh, yeah, that's a big, yeah. <laughs> big part of the story you left out. Yeah. Which makes the stakes way higher because Justin could have got some dope real dope, footage. real footage. But uh, they ended up cutting it. And then uh, they're like, you want to meet Mindy? And I was like, I can't right now. I just, I'm too emotional. I was like, so I just went home in my car. Did you say that to them? No, I just was like, oh, no, I, I, I got to be somewhere. But yeah. really, it was because I didn't want to get all yeah. emotional. Mindy like, Why'd you cut me, Mindy? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it was, I mean, it was the right thing to cut the bit I was going to do. So I appreciate everyone at Jimmy Kimmel for giving me the opportunity. And uh, maybe it'll happen eventually. Was it funny? A funny bit? No, that's the thing is I couldn't be mad because like the bit they cut didn't really add to the bit, so uh, I was like, "All right, well, yeah, like I get it." You're like, "Yeah." So, so, what kind of dude were you that was wearing cargo shorts? Like, I was playing paparazzi. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, all right. I had a fake camera and stuff. It was gonna be cool. Wow. Was the key word here because no one was ever gonna know. Yeah. It's okay though. Still get paid that cash money. I guess I don't know. I really don't know. I think I do because I showed up. So, guys, that's my Hollywood bitch slap. It was almost. And uh, who knows if it'll ever happen. I get sad thinking about it. (laughs) But it's good. I called Jeremiah. I was like, help me not be sad. And Jeremiah came through with some good advice. He's like, you know, bad things happen to me all the time. And so many bad things have happened that I just don't get sad anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean... It's one of those things where I feel like also, too, it's hard to take away from this experience that that uh, since you got cut from the role, but they booked you for it initially. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a huge compliment to you in the first place. And we forget about that whenever stuff like that happens. But it's like they're they're trying to find something for you. You know what I mean? Because they like you, and they they can they see potential. They're trying to find the right thing. Like I keep going in for this uh, this office over the like over years, and I I just had a good audition, the one that I drove straight back from Arizona to. Yeah, I didn't get it, but I did well enough where I'm hoping that I'll get called back keep in. And it's like that's all you can really do because and just keep working on our craft. Otherwise, you. you it's so easy to go insane over stuff like that, where it's like <laughs> everything is lining up and then something happens that's completely out of your control and then you lose it and you're like, well, it's time to move home. That's what people do. <laughs> that's what happens because yeah. they get so frustrated. Yeah, this city. Uh, We're going to have to do a recap uh, episode of the building years of all of our guests who no longer are in the industry anymore. Because <laughs> we've been doing this show for a yeah. couple of years now, and guys, it's starting to pile up. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. and But also, too, it's starting to pile up the people who have had success through, on, yeah. on different TV shows or, or movies or whatever. So it's, it's kind of cool to see. Yeah, man, it's nuts. Everyone, you know, you just got to... I don't know. Keep going, I mm-hmm. guess is what people say. Sure. Uh, you know, I was reading this article that said the 
the bubble's about to pop. You know, it's 400 shows and that kind of like uh, how the tech bubble, the dot-com bubble, whatever it's called, popped in the early 90s when yeah. there was just so much money going towards these because the internet was so new and there's just all this money going towards new media right now because no, everyone's trying to invest in it before other people do and it's just... There's not a, there's too much content. There's way too much. You can't watch every show that's on TV right now. You know what's crazy is not only can you not watch, I don't even know all the shows that are on TV. No, and a lot of some of them have big names too. Yeah, you're just like I have no idea what this is. I they either did didn't do a good enough job marketing it, or that's yeah. just crazy to me. There's like shows on Netflix and HBO and stuff. It's like I've never even heard of this. I haven't seen billboards. I haven't seen like online. Yeah, they said ten years ago there were there's four hundred. Shows in production now, and 10 years ago, there was only 200. So, Dang. That's crazy. Who knows? That's crazy, dog. Um, but yeah, so tonight, though, guys, is uh, Jeremiah's five-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah five-year anniversary of Stand Up on the Spot, man. How excited are you? Pretty excited. Do you always feel excited or nervous that you won't get the audience you want? Like a mount? Um... I mean, we have an idea of what it's always going to be like. Okay. So it'll be all right. It'll, it, it'll be a good time. Yeah. Five years. I mean, it's it's uh, obviously you feel better whenever you see the ticket sales and it's sold out. And then you're like, all right, it's just going to be a great show. But, uh, no, you know, it's the, the problem is, too, it did rain today. And oh. uh, people get very. Uh, it's a show killer in L.A. Uh, what is the word? The pussies about the rain <laughs> here. Uh, yeah, that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> I was no. going to be intelligent and say apprehensive. No, people get so like, eh, I don't want to go out. No. Yeah. It's rain. There's a puddle. Oh, no. No, no. Yeah. No, it's, I've been, I think the worst show I've ever been to, I went, I performed at the haha when it rained all day. And there was, it's supposed to be the the guys like, we sold. 40, 50 tickets. Mm-hmm. I think six people showed up, mm-hmm. and they were angry because it was wet and cold outside. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is horrific. And they had a full show, a full show for six people. Yeah. And halfway through, about four, by the end of the show, Ford walked out. And one person was passed out, and then one person was actually watching. Wow. So. It's hard whenever there's any ex- uh, extremities with the weather like last night uh so the jam was really good it was a great show but the ac broke so it was a different energy <laughs> at the lyric oh god so yeah bobby lee got completely naked last night which i've never seen him do that on stage okay and it was pretty hilarious <laughs> it was insane and then melissa via senor sang um i will always love you yeah by whitney houston and she freaking murdered that song that's awesome. I like Melissa. Yeah. Did uh, do you know today is the it's the wettest day of the year? In LA. Yeah, that's the most rain we've had all year. Is this? It's not still raining, is it? Uh, yeah, in parts of LA. Yeah, the rain is moving. It's supposed to rain a lot later tonight. Hopefully after eight. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what 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 else has your week been like, Jeremiah? Any other fun anecdotes? Uh, anecdotes, did you say, or antidotes? What's, the, how do you say that word? Anecdotes. Anecdotes? Yeah, A-N-E-C-D-O-T. What's an antidote? Antidote is like medicine, like, uh, oh. like, uh, or like for 
like the antidote for poison. That's how you'd use it in a sentence. Justin and I were talking about spelling bees earlier and how. Uh, Did you guys know I told Jeremiah I'm going to Dallas this weekend? You know, he says, oh, Dallas is OK. I was like, when you been to Dallas, he's like, I went to a regional spelling bee. Yep. I was like, dang, he's smart. Yeah, and that was last week, guys. So that was uh, <laughs> still working on my my words and everything. It was like fifth grade. And he told me that was the only stage fright he's ever gotten. You've never gotten, you never got stage fright in the early. It's stage the only of time I. No, because that's the only time I. I would. I, okay, so there's a difference I, I feel like between stage fright and getting, like, anxious before a show, like kind of like butterflies before you go on. That's not stage fright. Stage fright is whenever you actually go on stage and it is like affecting your performance. Yeah. I've never had that issue performing on stage before, except at that spelling bee. And it caused me <laughs> to miss the word. You just felt all the pressure. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, there was like hundreds of parents in the room, hundreds of kids there just terrified and worried that they're going to fail. And, you know, ruin their family name. And a lot of kids did that day. Uh, did you see anybody cry? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, that's such a horrible position to put kids in. Oh, dude, a lot of kids were crying. <laughs> Why is that funny to me? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're in, like, you're you're seated. And you're seeing, like, I had a friend that went with me. Uh, my buddy, Matthew Velasquez. He was uh, in a grade above me. He went up earlier in the spelling bee than me. You're in, you were mixed in with like uh, for the regionals. You were mixed in, I think, between two and four years of of an age group oh, that, wow. that were going in for it. So he goes up before me, and and like uh, he gets his first word right, and I'm like, okay, I would have got that right. Like you're like you're going, and you're like, can I spell these words that they are giving to each contestant? And I started not being able to spell some of the words. I'm like, oh, no. But then I got out on a, uh, an easy word. What and was the, the word? The word was lullaby. Oh, you idiot. And uh, I remember I said, I was super nervous. And I was like, L-U-L-A-A. -A. And then as soon as I said it, I hung my head because <laughs> I knew it was wrong, but you can't go back. And that was just from like stage fright. Like I like my my mind was like say another L, but A came out and I was like oh no, and then did you cry? No, but my mom was super cool and supportive. She's like, it's okay, you're still the best here. That's, that's how my mom was always. But that's how your mom rolled. It's just like ah, oh, you'll get them next time. Like that kind of. You didn't go back next year. Nah, I didn't like me and and Matt would uh, we would like study. Like our, like once we like we would like study words. It was crazy. Like there's sheets of words, like all the words that were possible that might be on the spelling bee, and it was like over a thousand, or probably more. It was like sheets and sheets filled with words that are like you could be tested on any of these words. So some of them are so obscure, of course. Yeah, and. We would like like spend some recesses like learning the words <laughs> and stuff like nerd. that. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> got really into it, but that's whenever we got into uh, you know, when the stakes were on the line, going to regionals, oh. and the school was paying for our plane ticket, so that's why we also had to. Yeah, and we still did not rep the school well. Yeah, you got sent home, and they're like, "Why did we buy four plane tickets?" But that, <laughs> but that hotel, I still remember it really well. There was putt putt inside the hotel. There was a pool. That's dope. 
Uh, we watched the Little Richard movie in the hotel room. I remembered that trip very well. It sounds like a good little time for you and it Mama was walking. Good. Yeah, that's good. And uh, Matt's mom, Patty Velasquez, shout out. You still talk to them? Uh, Matt actually just came out and saw me do uh, the Midnight Snack Show uh, last month. Oh, wow. So I saw you, him for a little, little bit. And, and his, uh, his girlfriend just moved out here to, uh, to L.A. So I'll probably end up seeing him. Wait a second. Again. Long distance don't work. You think long distance works? For some people, it can. I think it's, I think it's very difficult for anybody, but I think it can work. Uh, it's just so unnatural because long distance is such a like uh, past thirty years thing. Mm. I think it goes against nature. You want to see your wife or your husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me, guys. I'm single as fuck. Just looking for love. Looking. Oh, have you seen Narcos yet? Fuck yeah, I've seen Narcos. Okay, I've only seen the first episode, but let's talk about it real briefly. That first episode is so good. What happens again? I forget in the first They just episode. establish everything. Like, and he starts like, you know, he kills Cockroach in that first episode. Oh yeah. Paulo Escobar was a badass dude. Dude. Insane. He so was, cool, man. It's like uh yeah. He was like ranked on like Forbes list for a long time, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you want to know how I know about Paulo Escobar? Rappers, they glorify Paulo Escobar. Well, yeah, so I've known about him for a long Cause time because he's a true gangster. <laughs> yeah, but that show's great, man. I can't wait to watch uh, the next nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I've, I've done nine. I'm about to do the series finale or season finale. Did you got, like it right me. away? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That first episode, I was like. Okay, so this is what everybody everybody's talking about. Jeremiah, there's 400 shows in TV. If I don't like it after the first episode, I don't watch it. That's true. There are 400 shows I could watch. See, that's more commitment problems from Justin Alexio. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see things through. <laughs> uh, dude, I kind of want to be on that show, but then I'm like, I'm too dark-skinned. Those Colombians are... Oh, uh, a little bit lighter. A little bit lighter. Also, I... Every time I watch all that, I'm like, I would have been a boss in the 80s. It would have been so cool to grow up in the 80s. No internet. You're just hooking up with girls in, like, what, your Datsun, your Camaro? What was big back then? I really don't know a whole lot of cars. But, you know, you get it. A lot of cocaine. I feel like I, w- I would have loved cocaine. I have a lot of friends that do cocaine out here. and Currently? Hell yeah. Wow. Do we, we do it in the comedy scene. Dude, I, you're saying, I disagree with with that statement though. You're you're saying that we're in the comedy scene. I don't see coke that often. It's very rare that I see coke. Actually, you know what? It's more my friends that just like to party. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like oh, you, my, my like, friend. Yeah. Maybe in the eighties and uh, the seventies, like the 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 cocaine. The was comedy like scene huge, is more like, weed and like uh, absolutely. And, uh, some people abuse pills. I know that. Yeah, I agree with that. Cocaine is very rare. I've seen it once at an after party at a show. Somebody came out of a bathroom stall doing a bump. And uh, very Hollywood moment, actually. I was very... New Year's. I went to this, like... uh, We party at this friend's guest house. And, uh, you know, they they tucked their kids in. Their kids went to bed. And then partying in the guest house. Their kids are sleeping in the main house. And they just bust out cocaine. There was, like... Ten people there. Every single person but me did cocaine. I was too afraid. Have you ever done cocaine? No, I, I was too. I'm too afraid of it. Too afraid. I'm too afraid. Think you're gonna get hooked. Just it just goes into your brain, and I'm like, I, I don't know. Mm. I I don't. 
I've done ecstasy. That was awesome. But that's about it. Sure. So I would like to do shrooms. Me and uh, a friend said we were going to do it. So I'll, I'll let you guys know Are if you I do. Are going to go to Joshua Tree and do shrooms? Is that where everyone goes? Yeah, I think that's a lot so of hack. Do. I don't want to go somewhere everyone goes. I want to. Mm. Although I did have a friend that said he uh, did it at his house and he almost jumped off his balcony. Well, so there you go. Okay, <laughs> that's why you got to go to Joshua Tree. I performed at Meltdown for the first time with Pat Reagan. Hey, at Moses Storm Show, right? Yeah. I like Moses. It was fun. It was a good time. Uh, again, the shows that I've been on lately, they've been good, but they've been hot temperature-wise in the room, and I can tell it really affects the audience. The audience is uncomfortable. They're just not as yeah, loose not, and ready to they laugh. They don't want to laugh. They're like, where the fuck? Why am I here? Yeah. But it was fun. It was a good time. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like uh, when I... Uh, Whenever I've had girls sleep over, I never have. I've never have owned an AC unit since I've lived out here. Mm. This summer was hard to not have one. Well, yeah. But I was like, I ain't gonna pay two fifty. Uh, I got some good news. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, I got named uh, uh like a fresh face, like an up and comer on Stand Up Magazine. Nice. And uh, they wrote a little blurb on me, uh, along with the. Uh, my buddy Sean Leary and Stephen Briggs. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. A bunch of people came up to me and congratulated me throughout the week. So that was nice. I was like, all right, cool. Killed, people man. saw it, I guess. <laughs> That's nice. That's awesome, man. Yeah, you know what? You are a fresh face. I, you're going to be famous, dude. I have full belief. Or at least. Dude, I just want to pay my bills. I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be more comfy. Yeah, you're like, I don't want to. But I mean, I guess that's that's a weird thing about what our profession is, is like success. Like the more successful you become, really, the more like recognizable. Right. Because basically the person is the brand. Yeah. So kind of kind of strange. You know, but I don't know. Then I always think about that. And I was listening to Eminem last night. He just raps about how much fame sucks. So then it's really like, will we ever? Well, yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's a catch 22. Yeah, okay, so you start making millions, but you can't go anywhere like a normal person. Yeah, anymore. he's just like, I just want to shop at Target. I'm just like, oh. That's one of the lyrics in the songs? Yeah. Dang, that's real. <laughs> I played basketball for the first time on Saturday, and I am so out of shape. But did you make some... Sw- Can you dunk? No. Uh, you. Uh, it's disappointing, Jeremiah. I mean, I'm six foot three. If I was a little dude, taller, no, dude, six foot one people can dunk. Mm, you just don't got the hops in the bro. NBA. Yeah, that okay. That that <laughs> logic is terrible. Saying okay, that's like saying, oh, you're three hundred pounds. You could play in the NFL. That's <laughs> the exact same line of thinking. Well, that's not what voice inflection I would use, but okay. <laughs> But you telling me that I that it's, All right, look, it's embarrassing that I can't dunk look, whenever I'm six foot three. You're six foot three. Your wingspan is half your height, so that's three foot minus the maybe foot and a half that it overlaps with your head. So that means, wait, let me do the math here. That means your arm can reach about nine feet. So all you got to jump a hoop is what ten feet? Yeah. So you got to jump twelve inches. No, that's not proper math. Now, well. No, no, I mean, I, I'm saying, like, 
Oh, no, but you got to get up high enough to dunk. Yeah. So maybe another, what, 20 inches? 20 inches is pretty good, dude. Yeah. If I was working on my legs, maybe I could do that, but 20 inches is a decent, I think. Oh, no, we Frick. don't know. We have no idea. I'm trying to remember. That's what, what, that's what we do on this podcast. <laughs> we get passionate about stuff that we don't have the proper facts about. I'm trying to remember my vert in high school, and I have no I don't remember the measurements at all. I don't remember either. Whatever. I'm still judging you for not being able to dunk your six-foot-three monster. All right, fine. Justin, what do you have going on this week? Guys, I am at Aviation Comedy tomorrow, which I think is near the airport. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, I think I'm doing 10 minutes. Don't know the address, but as always, I throw that shit up on Twitter. And you can come watch me and maybe Jeremiah do Fusion tomorrow night. He always forgets, so maybe he'll be there. Dude, was I supposed to book it? No, I booked it. Oh, thank God. Uh, um, guys, uh, this week, very excited. Got some good stuff going. Stand up on the spot, the anniversary show. Five years tonight. That's with Gerard Carmichael, Eric Griffin, Neil Brennan, Ian Edwards, Dom Irera, Eleanor Kerrigan. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, Wednesday, uh, 8 o'clock show at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. Very pumped about that. Friday, I'm in the belly room at the Comedy Store. Saturday, uh, I'm doing a house show in Hollywood. I'll let you know the deeds on that. And then the, I'm doing the midnight show, midnight snack with Avery Pearson, Josh Adam Myers, every Saturday around midnight at the Improv. And then Sunday, uh, Room 5, Dennis Hemphill show. Watch out for those house shows, man. I just did one, and I did not know they had a cat, and I'm allergic to cats. It was an epic meltdown. So just some words of advice for anyone who wants to do house shows. Uh, also a roast battle every Tuesday tonight at midnight. Thank you guys so much. Uh, check out my website. It is up and running and redesigned, jeremiahwatkins.tv. Got some fun stuff on there for you. And uh, guys, have a good week. Thanks for listening to uh, Justin and myself. I'm Jeremiah Watkins. I'm Justin Alexio. Fuck. Nope. Can't think of anything. <laughs>